welcome to another episode of the Sullivan County Democrat Omnipresent Sports Podcast, which is sponsored by the Kitchen Table Cafe located on Lower Main Street in Calicoon. Managing editor Joe Abraham, and I'm joined as always by sports reporter, photographer extraordinaire Richard Ross. And uh, we have a number of special guests. This is probably the most people we've had on one podcast episode ever. Uh, which is very exciting, but we have Coach Mike Hill from the Roscoe Livingston Manor Blue Devils uh, football team, uh, which uh, was the division winners in eight-man uh, on this side of the river and, and took on Pauling in the championship game for eight-man, but we'll get into that season shortly. And uh, I'll turn it over to Richard, who is going to help us introduce these guys. Well, first of all, let me say, while I had all of you together, that this was a really, really impressive season, a really very impressive season. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed coming and watching you, you guys play. Um, you know, you really dominated teams. I mean, what, what can we say? Three straight shutouts. I mean, the teams over here couldn't seem to do much with you. And that's a tribute to, you know, coach, you know, his leadership, the rest of the coaching staff, and also your hard work and your dedication. So uh, let's see, going around, you, Joe, do you want me to have each of them introduce themselves? Why don't we do that? Yeah, we'll probably we'll probably do it that way. Maybe we'll okay. facilitate it. Um, I guess who's the first on the screen? KJ, why don't you go first? Uh, yeah, I'm KJ Feeney. Um, I'm a senior at Roscoe and I wore number 53. I'm a defensive end and the center for the team. Okay. All right, Andrew. Oh, hi. Uh, my name's AJ Ruiz. I was number 10 for the Roscoe. I go to Roscoe Central School and I was a slot receiver slash running back for offense. Didn't play much of defense till the balling game, but uh, yeah, thank you. Davey. Uh, I'm David Diaz from Roscoe Central School. I'm a senior. I played linebacker, defensive line, and fullback on offense. Connor. I'm Connor Gore, uh, number 54. I go to Livingston Manor. I'm a senior, and I've played uh, offensive line and defensive line. Mm-hmm. Brendan. I'm Brendan Ryder. I wore number 19. I was QB on offense and uh, cornerback on defense. Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron Steele. Uh, I wore number 24. I go to Roscoe. I'm a senior. I played defensive middle linebacker and defensive line and offensive running back. Awesome. And then, of course, Coach Hill. Uh, you know, for those not familiar, if you could just briefly speak on uh, your history in the area, both teaching and coaching. Hi, uh, my name's, <clears throat> excuse me, Mike Hill. I'm a 1982 graduate of Roscoe. I played for Coach A. Hart, uh, played football for him back in the day when they had leather helmets, maybe <laughs> not that long ago. And... Uh, started my teaching career at least in manners so many years there and uh, the last eight years at roscoe 
when I came to Roscoe, I just started coaching alongside with um, with Coach Ahart and um, took over after his passing. And um, you know, we were happy to have the success we had this year. Um, but I think we're realistic, and we all realize that um, a lot of the things that Coach taught us will stay with us and inspired us this year. And I think that uh, once we started believing in ourselves, that it just got better and better and better throughout the year. And um, and it's nice to, you know, look at Richard's write-ups in the paper and, uh, you know, get bolstered up by good quotes. And, well, know, I told you, Mike, I, adop I adopted this team this year. I mean, this is my, this is my adopted team. And I couldn't stay away. Connor, let's let me start with you. Um, what if somebody asked you what what made this season so successful? What was it, um, as opposed to past years, that really clicked? What would you say? Well, this year we had a lot more motivation than years in the past. Coach definitely was one of the biggest. Mm -hmm. But honestly, we we're just tired of losing, so just went off. Aaron, what would you say to that question? What, 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 what made the difference? Well, this year, you know, obviously, like Connor said, we had, uh, we had a lot more motivation. We wanted to do it for coach this year. And, you know, it just, I mean, previously we'd lost a lot of football games and, you know, I feel like this was just the year we decided that we were going to show up to play the game, you know, not just for us, but for coach too, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that made the difference. Davey, aside from being motivated, I mean, you know, the coach, the coach's presence certainly is great motivation. But did you feel like you really worked hard? Did you work harder this year? Did you, I mean, going into the season, do you, did you really feel like this is it? I mean, you know, what, 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 what went on with you? Yeah, I feel like everyone in practice, you know, sort of worked their butts off to make sure that everything went right in games and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Andrew, how about you? I mean, what, what, what do you think, what was the difference this year? Um, it was a big difference. This year, I, I wasn't with the team for the last two years. I had previously played soccer, mm -hmm. but I could tell that this year was totally different. We all wanted and had the desire to win. Mm -hmm. And we did practice harder and we all motivated each other to keep going, even though we were all tired during practice. Right. And it, there was just more of a drive and like there was more seniors and they led the team. We led the team better mm -hmm. and we, we just, we, need, we needed to do something this year. Brendan, you were right in the middle of it. I mean, you know, it starts, it starts with you, you know, getting that ball in your hands and boy, you, you know, you showed some real prowess with it. Um, there must've been something internally, mentally for you that like fueled that. What was it? Well, there was a few different things. I mean, this year it felt more like a, a brotherhood than anything uh -huh. than just being teammates. Mm -hmm. And uh, last year kind of helped because this year, if we got down, we kind of didn't just get down on ourselves because we've already experienced that losing mm -hmm. and just wanted to work for that win. Coach, um, 
you know, I want to I want to take a second and talk to you. I mean, you know, stepping in behind Coach Ahart is a a very, very, very those are big shoes to fill. I mean, you know, 51 years, uh, tremendous motivator, tremendous strategy person, a community icon. Um, I mean, you worked with him for a long time. You played with him, uh, played for him. Um, what was in your mind, you know, as you're going into this season? You know, these coaches not there, and it's now it's your turn. Well, I think one of the biggest things, and I talked about this before, is that I think that coach let me take on more responsibility mm -hmm. over the years as I came into the program and he gave me uh, more ability to do things to, to get comfortable and to try things out. You know, we often talk football and sports in general. He was not afraid to try something. You know, we would talk it out and, and, and I think, that carries over. Uh, I'm not afraid to try things. I'm not afraid to, to do something unpredictable out there, to put somebody in a position where they can have failure or success. Right. Because they worked hard for it. You know, all the kids worked hard for it. And, you know, that's a, a big part of life jumping in there and having the opportunity to succeed or to fail. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and sometimes we do fail. We don't do it right. It doesn't happen for us, but when you can have success and when the kids feel that success, there's something about it that just builds confidence. Let's, and let's we were this. a collaboration this year mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. Especially Brendan and I collaborated a lot on, you know, what worked and what didn't work okay. and putting different people in positions and seeing if they were going to have success. In that first game, you know, Sullivan West kind of jumped on you, made a few mistakes, you know, early on. And, you know, all of a sudden they're up 20, 20 points. I, I had a feeling after I left that game, but this is the beginning of something really special. Because a lot of teams get getting off on a start like that, they'd throw it in. And, you know, Sullivan West, is, historically, they've had some, you know, they've had some way with you. So, Connor, what did that, what did that feel like when they were, when they were ahead? Did, did you feel like the team was getting down or did you feel like, you know, this is just, the, the team is just going to really get going now and we're going we're gonna to take this back? After the few mistakes in the beginning of the game, it was a little bit of a killer, but no one gave up. No one put their head down. We just kept doing what we were doing. And in the end, it worked for us. Right. It did. It certainly did. It certainly did. Hey, I guess I'll ask uh, KJ a question um, or to go first in the next question. And any of you other guys can jump in as well. Uh, after that first game, obviously, the, to have a comeback is big. But then uh, at what point? in the season, even though you might've believed that your team was, was obviously a good unit together. Um, considering as, as coach Hill had mentioned to me on previous occasions about being a team where you guys were used to battling and you had some issues. I know the season before um, it's almost a year and a half ago now with, with the pandemic where you struggled as a team. 
um, as far as the win loss record. Uh, when did it click with you guys this year? Like, like something to click where it's like you knew that you had the chance to run this table potentially and um, and be a, this major factor in eight man football. Um, I definitely think the first game after our comeback win, I definitely think, you know, our team clicked because we went in the locker room right after and everyone smiled, everyone looked at each other. And I knew once we went in that locker room and, you know, looked at each other, I knew this was going to be a great season. I knew it was going to be a good team. And it just was history after that first game, basically. Mm -hmm. Aaron, uh, you know, talking about Tri-Valley for a minute, you know, for two years, really, you know, they had their way, not just with Roscoe, with everybody. You know, they were Section 9 champions, and then last year they went back to the title game. What did it feel like to beat them 40 to nothing? Well, I mean, obviously we didn't expect to, uh, you know, completely and utterly do that to them. You know, like we worked really hard in practice to be able to go up against them. And we kept saying, you know, this is going to be the hardest team of the year, the hardest game, this most important thing that we're ever going to play, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously when we were done, it, it was like completely unreal to us that we were, you know, you know, the best team in the, in the division at that point, but you know, like we, we worked so hard that week just to be able to come away with a win. And we ended up being able to come away with a shutout and that just, that didn't even feel, that didn't feel real to us. You know, mm -hmm. it's just different. Brendan, how, how important is watching film uh, of the teams that you're going to play the following week? Well, film came into play a lot this season, being able to, for our defense, especially being able to read what they were running and being able to get that movement on defense to where they were going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, on the flip side of it, um, you know, offensively, does the film help you to determine, you know, what you think will be effective against each team's, you know, defensive array? Oh, definitely. It helped, helped a lot. I mean, me and Mr. Hill had a lot of conversations this year after watching different games to mm -hmm. say, oh, we should, we should try this just to throw it in there and see how it works. And a lot of times mm -hmm. it worked. Right. Right. Um, coach, you know, it, you know, heading towards the polling game, um, you know, you have very little time to kind of scope out a team on the other side of the river. We don't really get to see them. I'm sure you got to see, maybe you got to see one film. I don't know if you got to see more. After the game, you told me, you know, you knew, you knew going in that they were very talented. You want to elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anybody who watched film and Pauling knew they were pretty good. But I didn't realize how good that combination of the quarterback and their their receiver was. Mm -hmm. um, we really thought that we had a good, pretty good game plan, and we thought we could match up, uh, do some defensive changes, and a match up with some speed. And I will tell you that that number two took care of business. He went yes. out and got it. He was a handful. And you got to give that kid credit. You got to give their quarterback credit for getting the ball to him. Mm -hmm. I thought that we did a pretty good job comparatively in other games I had seen about shutting down their quarterback run until very late in the game. Mm -hmm. But their passing game just 
exploded. And right. we really didn't have an answer to it. Right. Well, they pretty much did the same thing to us. They shut down our running game, but our passing game didn't explode so much. No, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. Um, Brendan, I'll get back to you for a second. I, I want to get, get it all around here, but, you know, at, at the quarterback position, um, what was what was the biggest problem for you against Pauling? I mean, were they were they were they coming at you faster? Did you have less time? Did you feel like your running gaps were just not opening? What was what what was the problem? Well, Pauling definitely had uh, a pretty good push off the line, but they also had the two linebackers that would take the outside if you tried rolling for a pass or tried running it to the outside. And then if you tried getting the middle run, they were stacked up. So mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to do stuff. Right. Right. I mean, the things that you did all season long, which were so effective, just didn't seem to be effective that, that particular afternoon, you know, and it wasn't for lack of trying. That's for sure. No. Okay. I, uh, I was going to say for my question to take it away from the X's and O's for a little bit uh, of football. Um, it, it might probably involves football to some degree, but I would just like to give you guys an opportunity to kind of reflect on maybe a, a memory that will always stick with you from this season, like a favorite moment, whether it's during game or whether it's on the team bus, um, that'll really stick with you guys with this particular group going forward. And let's uh, start with uh, AJ. Why don't you start us off? Uh, uh, if I'm being honest, I'm not really sure. I. I think just all of it is going to stick with me for a really long time because I haven't really felt this way about a team before. Like Brendan said earlier, it's more like a brotherhood. Mm -hmm. And I've had special bonds with my teammates before, but this year it felt completely different. Everyone felt the same way about going into the games. We had that intensity, the desire to win, and we're all one. And I feel like just that feeling, I won't be able to forget that. And I'm happy that I got to enjoy this season with them. Great. And uh, what about you, Davey? What was your uh, favorite moment from the season? My favorite moment was probably the send-off. When we were, we got a coach bus, we got everything. Everyone felt great about going into the game, the polling game. We were all psyched up and just to be in that position, be in that winning column, we've never experienced it firsthand before. So that was really good. And I have to ask Connor here, you know, I know that in, in recent history, it has not been a strange thing for Manor Roscoe sports to, uh, to merge for certain uh, programs, but uh, what's it, what was it like Connor, uh, being immersed in this group when, you know, just a couple of weeks prior, you were battling them on the basketball court uh, as rivals. Well, as soon as basketball ends, it's almost like a switch is flipped, go from enemies to best friends. Just as soon as football starts, it immediately clicks and we're all buddies again. And um, I guess uh, going on with you guys, uh, with reflecting on, on this season, I know it was obviously tough without coach a Hart, 
Now I make the joke to Mike all the time that he's got to work on his, like his speed a little bit, because I don't think anyone got from the bench to uh, center field or center court, like uh, coach Ahart did. But uh, for you guys, obviously with the tough year of losing coach um, Ahart, um, what exactly would you say about coach Hill as far as uh, how he helped the team, as far as, um, you guys' improvement, but also just getting through what was probably a very tough emotional event for you guys in your young lives. Aaron, why don't you handle that? Well, I, I certainly believe that Mr. Hill did probably just like he did the best thing for our team that, you know, could possibly have been done in that situation, you know. Coach put us, you know, in positions to do to, to, to win pretty much. And, uh, Mr. Hill just continued that, you know, he did everything to his ability to make it. So we were successful on the field and on the court and basketball and all that, you know, he, he did a heck of a job. He did a heck of a job as a coach this year. That's for sure. Brendan, we didn't get to hear your favorite moment, your special moment. What was it? Uh, well, there was a couple moments, but I think the one that stuck out stuck out to all of us was when we were watching because we did get to watch a uh, film on polling mm-hmm. and when mr hill said to us that if we if we won it would have been the first time since 1959 that that's been done or if we lost the first time since 1990 that that's been done that one really got us fired up and motivated yeah, you really, you know, you really, all of you guys, coach included, you put a whole new stamp of respect on Roscoe Livingston Manor football. I mean, it just, you know, you changed the culture. You really did. And I've talked to kids on all those teams and they really respect you. You know, I was at Sullivan West dinner last, the football dinner last night. And there was a lot of talk about you and, you know, how you were a better team. They admitted you, that you're a better team than them. You proved it. Not once, twice. Second time you shut them out, you know, because I think after that first game, there was a lot of talk, you know, well, it was the first game, you know, and we're really, you know, we kind of, we kind of blew it. And, you know, we would, if we play them again, I've heard them say, we play you again, you know, it would be a different story. Well, it wasn't a different story, was it? So, you know, you, you definitely earned a lot of respect. And I think that that goes forward. That really goes forward. You know, you left behind a legacy and people won't forget. I won't. That's definitely true, Richard. And, and I guess since I uh, had the players uh, answer a question about Coach Hill, I guess I'll reverse it and have Coach Hill have a moment to speak on this team. Uh, you know, aside from the X's and O's and executing on the football field, uh, of all the teams that you've been a part of, Mike, as far as an assistant coach or, you know, and you've done a lot, you and your wife coaching at the youth levels all the way up. Uh, what qualities does this group have that you think not only make them successful in football, but will ultimately um, aid in their success as they move on to uh, college or the real world and, and beyond? I think they understand the value of working together for a common goal. And there's something to be said about experiencing failure before you get to success. And I could go right around the room to all these guys and tell special memories. And, you know, also about button heads sometimes and having words. And and then 
figuring it out because, well, when you're coaching sports and when you're playing sports, you know, your blood is up and, and, you know, you want to do as well as you can. And, and, you know, we're all putting it out on the line out there, but they went out there and earned respect. You know, we talked about it over and over. You got to go out there and earn your respect. You look people in the eye. I always feel like, you know, football is a great game. You know, knock them down, pick them up, knock them down again, right? Not from behind, face to face. You earn respect out there. These guys hit in practice every day, you know. They, they wanted hitting days. And the pads were popping this year. The pads popped. That was the difference this year. In past years, you didn't hear the pads pop. When you hear pads pop, that's where you earn respect. Right? And that was a fun sound. It was fun in practice. You know, um, you know, there were sometimes we go out, you know, we practice out in the cold and the rain. That's just what we do. We're not in the gym unless we're forced to be in the gym. And, you know, the, the way to get these guys thinking about something other than how wet and how cold they are, get them in the pit, get them start working, hitting against each other. And I can remember, you know, we're out there, it's 40 degrees and it's raining, people are cold and nobody wants to stop. And when you get a team that's like that, you know, you know, you got something good. And, and that's what it was like this year in practice. They would complain a little bit to, to get started, but once we got rolling, you know, they didn't want to stop, and that was fun. You know, that's the fun part of that. And you, of course, did a wonderful job. My, my last not serious question for you, I would say, is, you know, everyone knows with Coach Ahart, uh, that one song that played at the beginning of each game and practice with, of course, Eye of the Tiger. So uh, what, what is your signature 80s song of choice uh, yourself? Uh, if, if, you, if you, you know, if I have the tigers not in the jukebox, what are you putting on? Boy, that's a good one. That's uh, a good one. How about a uh, little journey? Don't stop believing. Yeah. Right? Got to throw that out there, too. That's one of Richard's favorites. That's good. <laughs> I knew. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, he's probably quoted that to start his articles at least three times in my tenure. But uh, yeah, okay. Well, my, my last question for the group, I don't know if Richard has any more, but my, mine, what I would do is I'd like to just go around and just ask you guys um, what your plans are next for you guys as far as uh, obviously hopefully finishing out a wonderful uh, rest of this school year. But as far as what the future holds, what your aspirations are, whether that's athletically or in life. And I guess we'll uh, start with Connor. I plan on going to Alfred State for college to become an engineer. And also, I plan on playing football there, too. So that'll be a great opportunity. Nice. Best of luck to you, sir. And um, Aaron, what about you? Well, I plan on going to a trade school and then uh, to, to be a diesel technician. And, you know, then just starting starting a new life, you know. Well, not a new life, but finishing, you know, the, the great one we got here, you know, <laughs> that's, that's about all. Great. And uh, Brendan, how about you? Uh, I'll, I'll be going to Tompkins, Cortland, studying environmental studies and criminal justice, hopefully to become 
a cop for a couple of years before taking an end contest. And is that like a general cop or DEC aspiration? Yeah, it's a DEC officer. Very nice. KJ, what about you? What do you have planned? Uh, I plan to have a career in forensics. Um, I'm going to start at SUNY Sullivan for two years and then transfer. I was thinking about maybe going to the West Coast somewhere for a four-year college. Awesome. I was born West in California, so and uh, and Richard has family out in California, so yeah, I have, I, I have a love, special love for California. I got a surfing grandson. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nice out there. It's beautiful out there. Yes. Yeah. Cool. AJ, what about you? Uh, I plan to go into military, uh, the Air Force, and later on in life, I plan to go into the medical field. Great. I'm sure you'll be texting uh, football and, and sports advice to your little bro who's still got another year to go at Roscoe. Oh, yes. That one is. Uh, and uh, last but not least, Davey, what do you have planned? I plan to attend SUNY Broome for sports management and hopefully have like do a coaching job in the future with sports, football, basketball. Awesome. Well, uh, I don't know if Richard has anything else to add, but I would just say you guys had a phenomenal season. I will conclude by saying again that, you know, um, the brand of football that you, you guys put on this year was really special. And I've been watching football for a long, long time. You know, uh, when I was in high school, which is, you know, like a couple of centuries ago, <laughs> my high school football team lost one game the whole time I was in school. They carried about 55 or 60 guys in uniform each Saturday, and they were a dominating, dominating force. I mean, they were, I knew these guys since kindergarten, and believe me, a lot of them were just, they were born to play football. So I have it in my blood for a long, long time, the love of the game. And I gotta tell you, you really moved the meter for me this year. You really did. And, you know, as, I, as I've always said, you know, you can't take the measure of success based solely on wins and losses, because eventually you're going to play somebody that's going to be better than you. And that doesn't diminish what you did. It doesn't at all. I mean, I, I, I watched every play of that polling game and I came away from there not thinking any less of you than I thought all season long. I just knew you had run into a buzzsaw that day and, you know, it happens. And in anywhere, any walk of life that you're in, there's going to be a tier of, of talent and somebody's going to be a little bit better. And that doesn't mean that you're a little bit less. So um, I really want you to, to carry that with you, carry that forward. You should be really proud of this what you what you accomplished, how hard you worked, um, and coach, I I hope that you know even though you're losing a cadre of seniors and there's a lot of talent going out the door, that you know what they did what for the team this year will carry into next season, and that the younger kids coming along will want to will want to take that tradition and run with it, that this isn't going to be a one year wonder, you know for Roscoe. I mean, you know, I don't think a lot of a lot of the schools around think that it will be. They think that next year, okay, well, Roscoe's losing Brandon and Connor and you know, Davey and and Aaron. All these guys are going out the door, so you know, the the team won't be anything to contend with. 
I bet you you got you got some different ideas, Coach Hill. I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what we can throw at the boys to uh, to kind of let them know that we're going to be here for a few years. Right. And uh, we thank you for joining our podcast today. Uh, just a reminder out there that this podcast was brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. You can always check out more of our podcasts on SoundCloud, Overcast, Apple Podcasts. Uh, tune in and um, probably missing one. But uh, thanks, everyone. For well, thank you all again for joining us. And best of luck. Of course, we'll be seeing more of Coach Hill. And of course, with, with this uh, great group of young men, uh, We'll either see you around Sullivan County or uh, beyond once you've uh, accomplished uh, the many great things coming you guys' way. So thanks again, and thanks to everyone listening to this episode of the podcast.